Hello and thanks for joining us on HearthCast episode number 205 for Patch 5.4. Our topic for this episode is Romantic Places to Go. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Freckleface, and I play a goblin hunter. This is Root, and I play a goblin warlock. We are a podcast for the casual world of Warcraft player. Coming up here in episode number 205 of HearthCast, we're going to announce the winner of last week's Happy Birthday Open Raid giveaway. We're going to find out how to customize any part of your interface with one app. Amazon makes a move into the gaming business, and we've got a new segment called Aspect of the Daddy. So stay tuned after the show for that. Hey, Freck! Hey, how you doing? Awesome. How are you? How's your week? Been pretty good, and, yeah. yeah. How's yeah. your week in WoW specifically? Uh, I got another garage kill. Well, grats. Using open rate is a flex uh, garage only kill with Beefiest again. Oh, yeah. Beefiest. Yeah, that's cool. I like it's his runs. Cool. I do too. Very fast. Painless. Yeah. We were, I was there with you. Yeah. That's right. Forgot about that. Didn't forget this time. <laughs> <laughs> That's painful. I know, but you know what? I actually did sign up for or use that uh, the calendar sync thing with the open rate. Right? Isn't that awesome? It was. It was a little difficult to find because, oh, okay. okay, Google wanted a URL, right? Sure. And then I couldn't find the URL for just the calendar because it's always just on the side of whatever page I was on. Ooh. So I Googled it, sync open rate and uh, Google Calendar. First web result was on open rate site and it was like an FAQ thing and it was like first get your individual link by signing in. Wow. So I'd sign in and then it would take me from that page to the home page of open rate. I'd be go wait a minute. I'd be go wait a minute? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly in my thought process. All right. Not like, with what? it. Go. I'd be go. Uh so finally about the third or fourth time I when I would sign in, it would uh keep me on the same page. But logged in, so then my URL would be there right where it said, here's your URL. So the process could be a bit easier, and I don't even know if I could even duplicate it if I had to. But now that I have it set up, it's awesome. Because usually I would sign up for things and then go and put stuff on my calendar because I'm kind of... um, I'd be going like that? Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I I have to put things in my account. I, as much as I mock you for it, I have to put things in my calendar. I'll forget too. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially when you sign up for like a fifteen minute run in the middle of the day on a Friday. I mean, like yeah. I did, yeah. Throwing thunder. Yeah. If it's not on my calendar, I'd be go what? Throwing the four wins. You can't do throwing thunder in fifteen minutes. <laughs> sure you could. Speed run that thing, <laughs> Speed man. Speed run. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But this last week I jumped on my blood elf pally that has been stuck doing nothing but Tolbrad dailies. And it was Lunar Festival, and I had been missing the Horde version of that lantern pet. Oh, yeah. And it'd been really irritating. I've been trying to find somebody to trade pets with for the longest time because I have two Alliance and none of the Horde. And I can never find someone to trade with. And I was So Lunar Festival came back around again and just took her and got 50 Elder Coins. And by the time I did, she had bumped up to 86. So that was pretty cool. Grats. 
And then my little bag add-on, bag Bagnon, showed me that my other character had 25 coins, my non-combat Blood Elf Rogue hair so soft. So I just jumped on him, took him to the festival, and just had him buy a bunch of outfits. So Okay. I don't even play him anymore, but he looks very spiffy in his login <laughs> screen with his black suit. Sure does. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So what's been going on with you? Uh, as you as you mentioned, we did the garage kill uh, with Beefius, and we get right at the beginning of the trash, the last trash right before uh, Dude there. That trash is difficult. Garage. Yes. It, it was fine. You have to do it a certain way. Yeah, you yeah. got to CC this and don't AOE that, but it's fine. And uh, I I died. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. I died. Uh, on the first uh, phase where it takes you off, when we had the thing where you just run up and you know down. Oh, when he summons you, away and you yeah. go to like a yeah. The first one we did was yeah, terrace. right, yeah. and that's yeah. I didn't know you died then. Yeah, <laughs> so the beginning of the razor's like nobody died of this. Oyster battle res, and, and then, then I died. Yeah, well, it was bizarre because somebody had said make sure you pick up blah blah blah. I'm like, what is he? What? When I'm looking around for something to pick up, I'm like. I don't remember picking something up on this phase. Oh. And then I died. Because <laughs> I couldn't get away out of that, that DeGrasse's big boom thing that he yeah, does. Yeah, so, Annihilation. Yeah, that one. And so I'm just like, uh. The one thing I really dislike about that part is the ground is blue, and then the Annihilation that he does, it shows up on the ground as dark blue as well. So I see really it. I knew color. it. I mean, I knew I was going to die. There's nowhere I could go. Okay. I knew it. I'm like, oh, I'm dead. I found a better... To zoom out and watch him instead of watching the ground, though. Yeah, I just stay on his butt. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, I mean, don't even try to worry about the ground. No, just don't, don't be in front of him. Right, and I knew it literally when I was but like, you, when, ju- you got distracted. I got distracted, and when I paid it, when I was looking up, I was like, "There is no way I'm going to survive." And then I was, I was yeah. like, "Oh well." And then, uh, the, yeah, they beat me. I'm like, "I'm going to wait until something settles down here before I take this beat res." Yeah, I've kind of decided it's better to just not try to DPS too hard. And just stay alive. Sure. Because I think at that point, it's the same way with going through the maze and throwing a thunder at the eyeball boss. Oh, I hate that. Like, there's certain amounts of time where it's just, it's more important just to focus on staying out of the bad than it is to try to worry about DPS. Yeah, that's probably one of them. Yeah. But we get back in. Some other people died later on, and, you know, I, you know, so I got to res them, so I felt, you know, Useful. better. Yeah. Use, yeah. But we were done uh, in... If you don't count, if you count the trash, it was like twenty six minutes. If you count the trash and the pause, right? But the entire boss fight was eight minutes. See, I got nine and a half minutes that time. Oh, I had eight. Oh, that's weird. That's Maybe weird. we started counting differently. Yeah, I don't know. But still, yeah, still, it's fast. It was a one shot. <laughs> yeah, no. almost didn't. Got kind of sloppy at the end. I was a little concerned. <laughs> So, but yeah, it was, all right. it was good. It was fun. Um, I did do uh, Ordos and the Celestials on a Tuesday night using the uh, Raid Finder. Raid Browser. Raid Browser, yeah, that thing within within the game. Yeah. Super fast. Yeah, I have noticed it's not quite as fast later in the week, though. And of course not, because everybody's done with it. Yeah, it was at first. I started counting on whenever I wanted to do it. There always being a group there. And now it's not so much. <laughs> now I just get rid of it Tuesday, man. Yeah. Jump in, get it done. It's fast. I got some gear, but I don't need it. And I got some gear from Ordos, and I still haven't found it. So I got to put a ticket in because it didn't show up in my mail. Oh. 
And so I got to put the ticket in for that. Um, you know, every week I do this little uh, mount run type thing where I go hit up all the old dungeons that you can one man now, like Kara. Oh, okay. And Skittle. Skittle what is it? <laughs> Set the calls. Set the calls, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Skittles place. <laughs> and, uh, and then I went over to the Blood Elf Island. And there's that one we do in there that I think drops. Magister's uh, Terrace? Yeah, that's the one. Pretty sure it drops something I want out of there. Actually, I don't know if it does anymore, but I just run that because I'm so used <laughs> to just going in there and running it. I forget. We I ran it. Dry, I think it drops a white um, yeah. hawk strider. Yeah, that's yeah. So it hadn't dropped for me yet. That's a very free for mount for your goblin. It's okay. Just FYI. It's- I know mount is mount, but it's just fun to go. I know. I'm so used to going in there now. I, in fact, on that one, I don't even bring my pet. Right. I just let That's my good. yeah. I just dismiss my pet and I go and I run all the way what through. What happened before that? Oh yeah, it was like last week. My pet killed two of the bosses and I didn't get any loot. Oh off. man! <laughs> you know, I was like, dang it. So and then they're dead. Yeah. yeah, but here's the thing though. This is it is kind of fun actually. Uh, if you go all the way through Magister's Terrace and you void as much as possible, right? And you get to the boss, and like everybody comes running, like all the sentinels. <laughs> you just like, whoa, that's awesome. Yeah, you just start killing, 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 killing. You're not taking any damage because, duh, you know. Yeah. And it's just AOE fest for a while, and everybody's dead, and you get this huge loot pile that you just go click. And, oh, I gotta. It's like AOE looting, I guess, has a cap because yeah. you have to AOE loot like nine times. <laughs> this pile is so big. But I st- here's the thing, though. I got this really cool robe. Uh, it's called the Scarlet Sindori robes. Ooh. And uh, I got this helm. I think I dropped off of Ordos. It's kind of like burgundy gold, and it matches my shoulders, a burgundy gold theme going on. Yeah. And the robes are burgundy gold. Nice. Almost the same burgundy and gold. And so it looks really cool. And I kind of I stand out. I'm like a little red thing <laughs> running around. <laughs> it's not bright red. You know, it's a burgundy color. Sure. But it looks really good on. I'm like, so I T-Mod, and I don't T-Mod a lot. So I look, look all right with my burgundy self. All right. That's right. And um, what else is going on? Oh, the auction house finally calmed down for Ghost uh, Iron Ore. That's good. At one point in time, and I think this dude just messed up, but there were like three pages of single pieces of ore for 89 gold. So I think the dude had a stack, you know, like 20. Yeah. And I think he's like, oh, I'm going to... And just misclicked and ended up doing each one of those stacks. So each it's, piece. Yeah, he did a stack of one. Yeah. At 89 gold instead of a stack of 20. Of stack for, of 20 yeah. And did max, you know. <laughs> so you have max stacks. So you, you have stacks of one with a max stack of 20 at 89 gold. <laughs> so... That's annoying. Yeah, but I logged in uh, last night and, I, and it had calmed down. I noticed... Uh, some of the normal people were back to posting at their normal prices and stuff like that. So it was good. It was a pretty fun time. And I mentioned um, Clash of Clans. Talked about that a couple weeks, two weeks in a row now. I'm in the Eviscerated Clan over there. Yeah, you said you were going to compare your time. Yeah. On that well, versus the mobile. And I did. I took really good notes. Okay. And what we have here, uh, by the way, the Eviscerated Clan is full. All right. It's like a thousand people. I don't know how many, a hundred maybe? I figure. Oh. We're trying to see if we can't get the limit raised because, hello. You know? Sorry. So we're looking at like a sister clan or getting getting them to raise a limit. But anyhow, I took some pretty good measurements of my time. And I'm just going to summarize it by saying in a total of a one-week period, 
in the mobile auction house, the mobile armory, the app from Blizzard, I spent about a total of one hour in a week-long period. I spent about eight hours playing Clash of the Clans. So it had me interested for eight times what the uh, the mobile app did. Okay. So the my thought process is, and peop, we've been saying it for a long time, other people have been saying it, everybody's been saying it, Blizzard needs to give us more to do with the mobile app. That's, That's it. That's true. They just need to give us more stuff to do. You know, let us uh, craft things. As long as there's nothing that's going to, you know, take away from the game. I'm not a big crafter, but I know if I'm going to craft a bunch of ghost iron bars, I go somewhere, either I use my, no, I don't even use my summon one. I always go to this dude who's got an anvil. Oh, I always, <laughs> I use the thermal anvil. Well, I Even d- if I'm like two feet away. <laughs> <laughs> I got like six of those things now. I, don't, I should use it, but you I don't. should. I like to save my energy. Oh, okay. Save your energy. Yeah. What I want to do all that walking. Oh. <laughs> I just go to the dude because he's there. The, the dude, he's in the shrine. He's on the one side of the shrine. I, I go to him, right? Max. I click the max button and I walk away. I leave the vicinity of the computer. I go do something else for, I don't know how long it takes it to do it. Like I'll go to the fridge. I'll get some food. I'll check on the kids. I'll walk the dog, whatever. My point is, I'm not doing anything in the game. I'm walking away from the computer. At least if I had it on a mobile app, you know, I wouldn't be wasting that time <laughs> walking away from the computer. You know, so you know they need to do something with that. But we've known that for a while. But here, you know, eight times the amount. And then you and I, Freck, we were on Dark Moon Herald. Yes, we were. I think it's episode 62 that we're on them. We talked about uh, goals and WoW, so be sure to check them out. You can hear what we had to say. Um, I only derailed them two, three, six <laughs> times. I don't know. But uh, Freck, that Freck, we had a fun time. We had a good time with them. Kevin and Episode over there. Dark sure did. It was a lot of fun. Got to use my button. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear all about that over there. That's funny. This week's main topic is the most romantic places in Azeroth. Romance is about escaping the ordinary for a little while. And when you think about it, World of Warcraft is a lot of times our escape from the ordinary and the mundane. But sometimes even doing that can feel overcrowded or stressful. And it's nice to find these quiet places that have a bit of magic to them. So since this is a podcast, I won't go over all the romantic places in Azeroth that I could find. We'll just hit some of the highlights. There are two very beautiful places in Feralis. One of them is called the Steam Pool. It is a resort with NPCs lounging in the sun, hanging out in the water, And it's a place very few people visit or know about. The easiest way to find it is to go to Cenarian Hold in Silithus and fly due north and you can't miss it. Also in Feralis, you want to go northeast of Gordani Outpost and you'll see a large unlabeled lake on the map. On the lake there is an abandoned tauren camp that's got a totem and a tent. It's a nice little secluded place that has plenty of privacy and romantic atmosphere. 
A very ethereal type place is the Whispering Forest in the Tears Fall Glade. It's a beautiful ring of mushrooms, and it's a terrific place to dance, drink, and share some romance. And if you're lucky, the sprite darters in the area come out, and the magic happens. The Thundering Falls in Elwyn Forest is one of the most beautiful waterfalls in the game, as well as the Earth Song Falls, although you do have to go all the way inside of Maradon to find those. A tucked away spot in Oldham is called the Oasis of Versar. It's really interesting because Oldham is all in a desert, but this place has turquoise water and palm trees, and it's a really nice place to set up a picnic. And if you go from there to the east, at the very south part of Ankaraj, the zone, there's a little beach area that has some trees and a cave. Under the trees would be a great spot to set up for a nice picnic or romantic afternoon. But the completely empty cave right behind you is a little nerving. What's where the creepers hang out? There's nothing in there. That's like even more scary <laughs> than whatever mob or creepy thing that Blizzard can come up with. The ghosts, the gigantic spiders. <laughs> Just an empty cave. All of that is less creepy than, yes, a completely empty cave. <laughs> in Dalaran, over on the Alliance side, if you go to the Silver Enclave and go up the stairs... It's actually it's more like a, a big round ramp. There's an empty open air pavilion that has all these different flowers hanging around the walls. It's really nice to be able to look out. I think you can still get there as horrid if you just fly directly and you don't try to go through the building. And also in Dalaran is the balcony of the purple parlor, which you know you go there through a portal. That's in the same room as the portal to Caverns of Time. And if you don't mind a couple people hanging around you, it gives you a really nice view of the city. Those are cool, and there are a lot of really cool places like that all over Azeroth. Do you have any like uh, suggestions or tips for people to find their own little spots so they can call their own? Sure. Um, pay attention to the terrain of the zone. You know, is it lush or is it barren? There is a beauty in each, but you're much more likely to find some place in the Grand, you know, a place that's green on the map than, you know, Hellfire Peninsula. The Grand is like a postcard, no matter where you look. That's true. (laughs) It's like the postcard of wow. Look for lakes and rivers on the map. Usually those will have some sort of secluded area that you could find a nice spot. Climb up the mountains, climb up the trees, and take a look around and see what kind of view you can get from up high. Explore all the rooms and buildings. Sometimes you can find little inns that don't have anybody in them that might have a bed and a hearth and, you know, a rug. I did that once and I walked in on somebody. So, (laughs) Well, okay. (laughs) Someone else in that spot first. Yeah. I was like, oh, boy (laughs) and that was the death of innocence of wow for me really was it um mm. (laughs) and at rooftops can provide some pretty cool sanctuaries you know if you do go to that Ankaraj area and you see the beach like go to the actual like instance but don't go in it go up top of it and just see all the different places that you can perch up on the roof and look out and you can do that with a lot of places in warcraft and it's really neat you know, Azeroth, and then even 
even Outlands has a lot of beauty. There's a lot of really beautiful places in there. And sometimes you find stuff that is just a little more. Yeah. It's particularly enchanting. And, uh, you know, if you're lucky, you can take the time to appreciate the, that area, what the devs have done to make that area. And then, you know, maybe even share some time with somebody there. It can be fun. Slightly romantic. Yes. It doesn't have to be something that you go there to do. Role play. <laughs> Role play. <laughs> Shall we say? Does not all of us have a significant other or a significant other to play as well. But there's still beautiful places in Azeroth that are nice to get away to. Yeah, or just show somebody. Yeah. Like, I don't know if anybody... We mentioned that the the Enchanted Fair Dragon area up here um, as one of the places to go in Fairless. Isn't that where it's at? The Whispering Forest, sorry, in Fall Glade. Um, that's got a whole event. Yeah. That, I mean, you can go look at it on YouTube, but actually go and experience that event there is kind of cool. So there are a lot of these little events that happen in the game that if you don't know about and you just happen to get there, it's cool. But, yeah, go check them out and share that with other people. It's kind of neat that way. So, Freck, thank you for bringing us that information on the romantic places to go and wow. This is Battle Panda from Open Raid, and you're listening to Hearthcast. In gaming headlines this week, Amazon acquires Double Helix Game Studios. Amazon has acquired Double Helix as part of our ongoing commitment to build innovative games for customers, said the company in a statement. Along with Killer Instinct, a free-to-play fighting game launched for the Xbox One last November, the Irvine, California-based Double Helix also worked on the popular series Earthworm Jim. The acquisition follows a report last month from video game site VG247 that Amazon planned to launch a home console this year for under $300. According to the report, which cites multiple unnamed sources, the console will run on the Android system and feature both downloadable and streaming games. Now, why is this important to you? Well, pretty much it's simple. Amazon already has a massive backend for support, delivery, transactions, payments, credit, servers, advertising, incentive methods, you name it, they have it. And they have something else. Trust. People trust Amazon. Because they have that trust, they're not going to deliver something that's more than just a gaming platform. There's going to be streaming videos, TV shows, movies, games, data, you name it. Amazon is going to put themselves in your living room and do it better than Google did. That's kind of scary. Just watch because Amazon has the wherewithal to pull this off perfectly. And I'll tell you, I will probably be one of the first people to buy this thing. I'll get it. Yeah, I'm not always the first one to jump on a new console, but we do have Amazon Prime, and I've been very happy with that. Yeah, you get the free streaming videos and then access to... The free shipping. Yeah, and movies and everything else. Yeah, as much as I've bought from them, I don't think I've had a bad transaction. If you do, their returns are so simple. Yeah. They're so simple, so yeah. They have a better trust situation right now than Google does. That's true. 
You know, Google people fear them. They 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 have access to too much. People think they started out saying, "Never give out your real name," and then they started demanding it from people, <laughs> wanting to connect every single service, things yeah. that are unrelated. Yeah, you still won't do Google Hangouts or Google Plus. What I is won't. This? I know. I refuse to. <laughs> but I, because of that, I can't write reviews for the um, the apps that I use on my phone. Oh yeah, because it forces you to sign up for that if you want to. Make a comment or make a rating. Can't use YouTube anymore except just to view things. Right. Yeah. Does he want to know all about you? Thumbs down, thumbs up. You know. I mean, because I have an unusual name. It's not like I can put out, you know, Jane Smith, and it's not going to be a big deal. You know, once it's out there, it's it's me. It's you. I know. (laughs) I mean, you can always like make up a fake name. Like I could put Jane Smith, but then I'd be talking to you and be like, "Who's that?" You'd be like, why'd you ignore me? I didn't ignore you. I texted you all day. No, some weird person named Jane Smith was, oh, that's me. That's you? What? Yeah. yeah that, wouldn't so, be, that wouldn't be good. Yeah. People are angry about what they did to YouTube, though. Oh, I know. Uh, they always are. They're always up in arms. You know, speaking of Google, I did get that uh, the app you recommended last week. Yeah? And I already got a dollar. All right. And it asked me like one question, and I don't remember what it was, but it was a dollar. <laughs> okay. And I was getting out of my car. And my phone buzzed, and I was like, what is this? And I was on the way to a customer's location, and I literally got in my car, and my phone buzzed. I looked down, and I was like, Google opinion thing. Yes. Thank you. Here's a dollar. Oh, I remember what it was now. What was it? It asked me if the trailer for the new Transformers movie. Okay. I think Transformers. Pretty sure it's Transformers. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Some new movie trailer would that that I saw, and I didn't see the trailer. And they said, did that make you want to go see the movie? And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. it wanted me to go. Thank you. Here's a dollar. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's good. I got a quarter because they asked me if the Cheerios commercial, the one that was quote unquote controversial, made me more likely to buy Cheerios. Yeah. You know what that one was about? You saw it in the Super Bowl? <laughs> I don't want to assume. So, okay. So it's it's like this really sweet commercial about a family and they're telling, it's the parents who are telling the little daughter Basically, that she's going to have um, a sibling, and she asked for a puppy, and they ended up agreeing to give her a puppy. And the only unusual thing about the commercial is that the father was black and the mother was white. So they had put this on YouTube a few months ago, and like you know, YouTube comments, people like just posted all kinds of nasty things, racist things. So Cheerios was like, "We're not going to be bullied by this." They made like a big deal about them standing up against all the controversy when you know it's 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 youtube it's youtube there's no controversy i mean it is in a way because when you actually look at movies and and tv in the states compared to other countries we really never show mixed couples unless that's like the focus of the movie like in the sixties, this movie came out. Like, Guess who's coming to dinner? Yeah, it was about yeah. um, a white a white girl bringing a, her black boyfriend. Sure. And they did the same movie in the two thousands, except it was reversed. And like like a black woman with a white boyfriend. I'm like, why is this still an issue forty years later? Right. And that was like one of the few movies that showed a mixed couple, and they showed it because that was like the main conflict of the movie. Whereas you have like Love Actually, which came out like ten years ago in uh, England. Where they have like a mixed couple as part of the plot. It's not even a plot thing. They're just there. And you look at that and it's like, well, that wouldn't happen in America. So it's like, 
it's controversial, but it's like an understated controversial. It's something that, like nobody would actually openly admit to. Closet controversy? Co- there you go. Closet controversy. Wow. Okay. So. So cheers like, we're not going to be internet bullied. Pretty much. We're bigger than that. What a show this on a Super Bowl. Pretty much. Yeah. So it's, I get it, but it's kind of like overblown. Sure. If that makes sense. It does. It does. That was a really long like tangent about this. And That's fine. Yeah. I mean, the, the point of the whole thing was I got a dollar for giving my opinion. Yes. On a, that, on an that, app. that was the one. Yeah. Oh boy, you got a dollar for that. I got a quarter over my opinion for the Cheerios commercial. Yeah, so, so now we know what my opinion is. Everybody should. Everybody on the Android platform should go get this app because it's free money. It is well, not free. Money. It's free credits in the store. So I mean, a dollar. This is a song. What song are you gonna get? I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking about going and getting a game that costs a oh. dollar or something. I don't know. App. I bought Counting Stars by One Republic. That was my first thing I got. So you just wasted the money to give I me that. I love that song. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like the best song in two years to come out, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's fine. <laughs> Anyhow, back to WoW. This week's add-on spotlight. Spot. We're looking at an add-on called Move Anything. Yes, we do love add-ons that do one thing, but do it wonderfully. And what Move Anything does is allows you to move and resize any part of your interface. That means if you don't like where your mini-map is, you don't like how your quest log shows up, or you want to make it smaller or bigger or move it to the other side of the screen, you don't have to go out and get a separate add-on for those things. You can use this add-on to move any part of your interface. Which is obviously super helpful because your system gets bloated when you have a bunch of add-ons. Yes, it does. So yes, it does. You really want to try to keep it to the minimum as what you really need. So I've used it to consolidate space because I've decided I want everything on one side of the screen. Instead of the default, we'll give you your nameplate on the left and your mini-map on the right. And it's kind of spread out. And I've decided, okay, I want all interface things on one side and try to get a clean other side. It's very easy to access. It will become one of those big red buttons that show up when you hit escape. Cool, escape, right? Yeah. You move anything. Um, it'll give you a list and you can all it's also searchable. So if you have something particular that you want to change, you find the item that you want to move, you check a little box. Now it becomes unlocked that you can move it around and size it and when you're done you uncheck it to lock it in place now another big problem i have with add-ons too is i will get in too deep i'll make a mess of things and then i don't know how to go back and a great feature about this add-on is that if you want to revert all or even some of the things if you change you can do so very easily because once you've changed anything it has a little mark next to it And you can easily see a list of all the things that you change. And you can revert completely back to default with one button. Or you can find the things you've changed and just revert them back to default individually. So if you're you're like, you know, my map is... Somehow it got all the way off my screen where I can't access it anymore and I can't drag it. You know, let's say that happened and, you, you know, you can just go and just revert it back to the default. So this add-on has been around for apparently a really long time and is probably one of the most popular add-ons. 
And I only just got it a few weeks ago, and I just I really don't know how I've done without it for so long. <laughs> yes, that's that's a very popular one. It, it is. is. So I just kind of wanted to reiterate that because it's it really works well with or without add-ons. It works with what you have, or it keeps you from having to install five add-ons to basically do one thing. If that makes sense, yeah, it does. It yeah. does. So you don't have to move stuff anyway. Just move anything. Yeah. And if you want some good ideas on how to do your own UI or or just UI ideas in general, check out the subreddit, wowui.reddit.com, and it's got people who post screenshots of their UI, so it's kind of cool. You get some inspiration from there. Well, folks, that about does it for episode number 205 of HearthCast. I'd be go to the next part of the show. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Before we get out of here, though, we do want to announce the winner of our our happy birthday uh, open raid loot card. Yes, and that loot card was the footsteps of Illidan. And this card is going to Poikle Satin in Australia. Ooh. So what we're gonna do? I've already talked to them on Twitter, and what we're gonna do is take a picture of the card and do the scratch off, right? And then take a picture of the scratch off and send it to them so they can redeem it. And then we're going to mail them the card. So I almost said you saved me to the post office. No, I'll, I'll no, take it down there. I'll go down there. It's cool. No, I want to mail it to Australia. It's cool. All right. It's cool. It is cool. It is. What, my fear is it's going to take like forever to get That's there. True. Because, you know, they got to put it to the koala, then to the kangaroo, and then to the wombat. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, it takes a while to get to all those animals. Down under, yeah. Down under, yeah. So Well, they better send us a MP3 with that Australian accent because, oh, you know. Yeah, just, you know. This is Battle Panda from Open Raid, and you're listening to Hearthcast. We need more of that, I know, right? we do. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I play they just like, oh, that accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, thanks. Hey, you know what's coming up here in the game? Love is in the air. Oh, it's yeah. happening. So, now. yeah, get your perfume bottles. Yeah, but they're quest items. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Get your dresses. No. Suits. <laughs> no, I don't do this one. I. Yeah. I don't know. Nah, I, I don't do it. I'm just gonna find someone to have a picnic in some like twelve places. Oh, okay. There should be an achievement for doing that. The only achievement that I know of is called Lonely, and it's for sharing a buttermilk delight with someone in Dalarian at a romantic picnic basket during Love is in the Air. Well, okay then. There's at least an achievement or having a picnic with somebody. yeah. (laughs) You know, speaking about having meals with people around this holiday, we are having our next Orlando Wild meetup group. It's going to be February 15th at 5 p.m. at Five Guys in Altamont Springs, which is really part of Orlando, almost. Yeah, but it's like a nicer part. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to that mall? Yes. Recently? Yes. It's nice. They got a Mac store. Yeah, everybody's... Makeup. Not the not the Oh, <laughs> like everybody's got those stores. <laughs> and a coach store. Oh, so you want to go to the coach store so they can ignore you? <laughs> yeah. Okay, you can go be snooty snoot ignored in the coach store if you feel like it. Or maybe it's just me that they ignore. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> Could just be me. 
Well, I, yeah. I mean, I go anywhere wearing my Crocs. I get ignored. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Look at her. Let's pass judgment now. <laughs> oh, honey, you don't want the coach store. You're looking for the croach store. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. I'll pretty woman it. <laughs> What's that mean? It means you go to the rival store, buy a bunch of stuff, then you bring all the stuff that you bought back oh. and store the stuff to you. <laughs> what do you think I meant? I don't know. <laughs> you just you baffled. I was. Okay. I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> and I didn't just want to laugh along like I knew what I was laughing about. Oh, I do that all the time. I know you do. I didn't know that. Cause I'm like, Wasn't that a funny joke? Did I? I just laughed. I didn't know what you said. <laughs> Purple rain. Okay. Purple rain. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, you're going to have to listen to Darkman Herald to, uh, hopefully they don't cut that out because <laughs> it's funny. Hey, folks, if you want to play a round of AOE, just let us know. We need about 20 minutes of your time between 6 and 9 p.m. on any given Thursday. Remember, you don't have to be exactly right to win. You just have to be closer to the answer than the other person. This week, we want to give a very special thank you to Scaresome, who provided some of our romantic places in this episode. Thank you for that, Scaresome. And to Daryl Bateman, thank you for your kind words and your support. Says he's been listening since episode one. Absolutely. That's awesome. I'm actually going to send him, he was inquiring about our outro music that we're using, the dubstep. Yeah. So I'm going to send him one of our versions of that, one of the, the nicer version of it. <laughs> there are a couple of versions of that. Would you have them all? I think so. Yeah, there's one yeah. where he tried to put names in it, and it just didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is the lyrics are Leroy Jenkins. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah, they got that in. He worked that in really well, so. <laughs> the other ones, not so much. <laughs> and as always, I want to thank all of you for listening. And don't forget, folks, right after this is a new segment called Aspect of the Daddy from Broadway Blues. You can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Send an email to podcast at hearthcast.com. You can tweet me at hearthcastfreck or root at hearthcastroot. You can like our Facebook page or even send us a voice message on hearthcast.com using SpeakPipe. No registration or installation required. A big thank you to our friends over to Open Read for everything they do. You can find HearthCast on iTunes, Stitcher, or just drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthCast.com. You're listening to Aspect of the Daddy, Technology, Toddlers, and Tylenol. This is my first episode, so I just wanted to go ahead and explain what we're going to be doing with uh, Aspect of the Daddy. I am a um, stay-at-home dad, uh, initially not by choice, but that's kind of the way it's worked out. Um, I'm really into technology, uh, World of Warcraft, all the Blizzard stuff, so... I thought I'd be able to uh, wrap all that up into one little 
segment here, and uh, each week we bring you some technology news or maybe something from World of Warcraft or Hearthstone that really intrigued me. So I'm just going to go ahead and start off my first episode with uh, two apps, and I know that there are uh, quite a few people out there with iPhones, and there's quite a few people out there with Android, and I cover them both on my website, so I'll just start with one from each. So on the Android side, there's an app called A Better Camera. Now what this does is kind of, it, it doesn't replace the camera app on your phone, but uh, most Android phones come with a pretty cruddy camera app. So what this is is an open source app, and uh, it basically takes all the really cool things that you see that only certain phones have, and pretty much puts them all into one app for you. So with a better camera on Android, you're going to get HDR, the ability to take 360-degree photospheres. You've got panorama. Um, I know this Galaxy phones, you can remove objects or unwanted objects, and you can do that with this app. Um, night mode, video recording, all sorts of really cool stuff. Uh, this A Better Camera app on Android is definitely one that you want to take a look at. On the iOS side, today Facebook finally uh, updated their Facebook app, so all of you with iPhones out there might want to take a look at Paper by Facebook. Now this app, basically what it does is take your Facebook news feed and changes it into a newspaper. But it also allows you to slide in other news feeds too. So in my case, I have my Facebook news feed. I threw in technology, cooking, and I like to dabble in photography. So I took that in there too. So basically it takes your boring news feed, gives it a facelift. It also lets you explore new things that you might not have um, known about and basically they've finally made a Facebook app that's really really pretty. Well that's my first episode of Aspect of the Daddy and I actually took this sitting in my bathroom with my little boy in the tub. So it's authentic and it sounds rough but hopefully it will sound better. You want to say hi Caleb? No. No he doesn't want to say hi. You can reach me on Twitter at Broadway Blues and on the web at www.aspectofthedaddy.com. Until next time, stay frosty.